Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's going on, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Thank you very much for tuning in to Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture podcast. So, as you guys know, I've been really looking forward to Blade Runner 2049, the sequel to Blade Runner, uh, that, uh, you know, it had been building for a long time, and I was really excited from the trailer, from just the things I'd been reading about it, from the director saying, and specifically from the three short films that were released prior to the release of Blade Runner 2049. Those were all great, specifically the one that introduced Jared Leto's character. So we, we talked about that previously on the show. And it was this, like, super crazy, intense, like, terrifying image of this of this character that was going to be in this movie. And I was, like, so excited for the fact that, like, that could be, you know, a, a full movie. Like, stretch that feeling and that writing and stuff out to a full movie. And I was really excited about it. So we're going to jump into talking about Blade Runner, but I want to put prefaces right now. So we're going to get into some spoilers. So if you have not seen Blade Runner 2049 and you want to go into it completely fresh, knowing knowing nothing about the movie, then then skip this episode right now. You can come back to it once you see it and see if you agree with my thoughts. But skip it for right now because I do want to mention a couple plot points. And if you don't want to know anything about those, uh, it's, it's best if you if you don't listen uh, right now. So giving them a chance to skip this episode, we'll launch in. So I had never seen the original Blade Runner. So we watched that this weekend before going to see the new Blade Runner. And, uh, you know, I think that as far as sequels go, they, they captured a lot of the tone of the first movie very well. It seemed like a very worthy successor to the original film. And for me, Blade Runner 2049 is the smartest coolest deepest most visually stunning movie that i've ever hated watching it was just it, it's a movie that i'm very conflicted about because i was really excited and there were a, re, a lot of awesome things going on uh, on the screen a lot of things that were really cool that i saw but the sum of its parts putting it all together was a, a boring, excruciatingly long film. This fil- this movie ran nearly three hours, and it felt every second of those three hours. Uh, at times, it felt like things were happening in slow motion. You were you were kind of ahead of the movie at parts. You would see what was going to happen. You saw the outcome. There were these like just just long walks and just flying sequences and characters interacting at times. It just felt like they were moving in molasses. And, and you see, you would see where it would go, and you just want them to just get on with it. Like let's like, let's do it. Like we, I don't need this long sweeping shot of the skyline. I get it. And yes, those are those are elements that are there in the original movie as well. So they brought those forward. But in the original film, it, it feels like something that is very uh, a product of like the late 70s, early 80s. That's just how filmmaking was then, you know? You, you were supposed to marvel at this stuff because it was new and novel and like look at all these special effects we can do uh, and look at how we can make this scenery look real. And here, they needed to move things along. This film was a, a good half hour too long, probably more than that. I, I think that there's a really, really good like two-hour movie locked within this three-hour film. 
Because as I said, there were some really, really interesting parts going on in it. I, I really enjoy, I think I think what it comes down to for me is I really like the world that they built. Uh, so, you know, we're, we're set like 30 some years past the original film. And it's super cool to see the things that have changed in dystopian future Las Vegas in those 30 years. You see the things that are the same and you see the things that have progressed and have gotten worse, have gotten better, have just changed in general. And seeing a world um, morph that way over the course of time is not something you get a chance to see that often in film. I think Star Wars is a really good counter example to that, right? Um, the Star Wars films from the prequels, you know, from like the stuff we've seen in video games specifically, uh, up to like where the films are at. We, we've, we've seen kind of a span of thousands of years in the Star Wars universe, but then technology wise, nothing really changes for them. That's, it's one of my big complaints about Star Wars in general. You get to like the Knights of the Old Republic era Star Wars, and then you get to like the movie Star Wars, and it looks exactly the same. How does nothing change in a thousand years? And here, these 35 years were, were very striking for the city as a whole. It's built up more. It's gotten more neon. You see how the technology has advanced, but you also see how things don't change. The street signs still look the same. The The general aesthetic is just a a progression of what we saw from the first film. All that stuff was great. My problem, though, I love the world. My problem, though, is just the story that they decided to tell in it. It was sparse. There, there wasn't a lot going on. It didn't warrant these three hours. There are way more interesting stories that they just sort of hint at throughout the film. I do like some of the things that they do, however. So the original movie is kind of the, the undertone of it is all about whether Deckard, the character portrayed by Harrison Ford, is a replicant or not, a, 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 a real person or a manufactured, fabricated android. And they never tell you the answer to that. People speculate. And even in this film, they never tell you for sure whether Deckard is a replicant or not. Ryan Gosling is the lead character in this new film, and interestingly, they tell you right off the bat, within the first few minutes of this film, that he is, without a doubt, a replicant. They, they get that out of the way. This film is not going to be about whether he is a replicant or not. So I really like that they, they take it in a different direction. They're like, we're not going to do that particular you know, milieu again. We're not going to explore that. They get into a different road, and, and the movie becomes kind of about this uh, this journey for Ryan Gosling's character. And on paper, again, is very interesting. It's about becoming. He goes from a normal person to a special person, and then he loses that specialness. And it's about him figuring that out, and and what it truly means to be human, to have a soul, to have free will. And that exploration is really neat when I tell you about it, or when when you read about it. When you watch it go down, again, you're ahead of it for most of the time. You see what's happening, and Ryan Gosling is, is acting his heart out. It's doing, he's, he's doing an amazing job portraying that character. It just feels stretched out as you're seeing it. You, you don't need that much space in between all these wonderful little character moments that he injects into the scenes. Another big complaint about the film is that, you know, the things that they sold the film on, so your Jared Leto, your Dave Batista, the people who were in these short films, they you find out when you watch the movie, they were in the short films because they're not really in the movie that much. Uh, so 
Dave Bautista did an amazing job, but he's only in the very beginning of the film. Uh, you just get kind of a little taste of him. You don't find any like real backstory out about him as as the film progresses. He's just sort of a character that kicks off the plot. Uh, Jared Leto's character plays a very important role to the film, but he's in it maybe grand total 10 minutes over the course of three scenes. And his work in the film, you know, the, the last scene with him is much better than the first two. But overall, everything that he does in the movie itself pales in comparison to his short film uh, work. He, he's, he's not that terrifying of a person in the actual film. He he's cra- he's comes off as crazier. He doesn't come off as this like cold calculating genius. Um you you also get relatively little Harrison Ford in this film. So it's a thing where he doesn't show up for the first probably 3 quarters of the film and then finally when he does show up it, it feels as if as you're sitting in the theater, oh, he's just going to show up as kind of like an end, answer some questions and then we move on. But then the film keeps going and going, and you realize you have a whole like second adventure essentially with Harrison Ford. Uh, but you still like as good as he's doing in this role. You know, he's he again is is putting in a very great performance. You don't get a relatively large amount of him. Overall, the movie feels very lonely and sparse, and that's all that I that you really feel from it. And I I think that's what they're going for. But it doesn't result in in an enjoyable film going experience whatsoever. So so this this does sort of result in a movie that I super enjoy reading about. I love reading people's theories. I love I, I've I've loved these these last few hours since I saw the film, reading about everyone's like Easter eggs that they noticed and and kind of talking in depth about like all the little stuff like like the book that gets held up. Like what does that mean? How does it how does it relate to the plot? But it wasn't something that I enjoyed sitting down watching. I was bored out of my mind. I almost fell asleep at one point. People were walking out of our theater uh, because they were bored. So at the end of the day, yeah, it's awesome if your movie tells a cool story. But it also needs to be a movie. (laughs) So I think Blade Runner is unfortunately not for me.